0: with candy where we talk about healing self-care love sex relationships and what it is like to be amazing on the daily who i am is candace harper honey and my purpose with this podcast is to create healthy romantic relationships all around the world through self-love soul connections and sweetness now i haven't been here for a minute those of y'all who listen regularly you know i took a little hiatus i had a little bit of a chest cold A little bit of a a wheezing and it just didn't sound so good. So I had to take some time. It wasn't the COVID. I promise I took a test. I I don't think it was the COVID. I hope it wasn't the COVID. But I'm back and I'm not only back, just back by myself. I bought my friend, Jada Purvis, <laughs> on the show. <laughs> Y'all remember her from a few shows ago. We, we figured it out that it was mid-August the last time we convened. Mm-hmm. And that we're not, now we're going to do like a once a month thing, right? Yeah. Like make it a regular. Yeah. I'm happy to have you here. Um, Thank you. But those of you who are listening, who are, are glad that we're back, or glad that I'm back, and glad that Jada's back with me, Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't subscribed already to our audio broadcast on Ask for Candy on Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you normally download your podcasts. You also know, as always, you can email us at Podcast at gmail.com. You can leave comments, ask questions, and, you know, give us ideas for topics and things like that. You know, I always say that I'm going to answer the questions, but I really do use questions as topics or just like regular life as topics. Yeah. Cause Jada and I, we work together as matchmakers. so We have a very rich conversation. Well, <laughs> every day we do. <laughs> every day we do that, that also inspires a lot of topics. So those of you who listen, you know that for almost nine years, this is for the new people. I've been a relationship coach and a group workshop facilitator. And I'm also a hypnotherapist who specializes in RTT. And I am an executive luxury matchmaker at Select Date Society with Miss Jada here. Mm. And this is how I live into my purpose, the purpose of healing the past, loving myself unconditionally, and inspiring others to do the same, using our romantic lives as a field of creativity, an inspiration, a catalyst to our highest possible selves. And relationship work is my zone of genius. And the best part about it is that week to week, I get to grow and learn as I interact with hundreds of people all around the world, around the most intimate parts of their lives and I get to take people on their journey from caterpillar to butterfly, Mm -hmm. from unhappy with their love lives or their partners to ecstatic and I get to teach people how to get out of their own way, tap into love as a limitless resource. Most importantly of all I get to do is be a part of what supports healthy beginnings and sustainably healthy relationships. And my sister, Jada, she's part of the love sisterhood. (laughs) Also an executive luxury matchmaker and a coach as well, and a relationship expert, Jada has over a decade of expertise in creating meaningful connections. She's been featured in Cosmopolitan, Up Journey, Yahoo Sports, ABC News, Good day, DC, and many, many more. So we are sisters in love, honey. Yes,
1: we are. I
0: absolutely <laughs>
1: right? love that introduction. Did you? Way. Oh, good. It was excellent,
0: yes. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> we are sisters for the cause, and so we have a very special topic today because we're always thinking of, of ways to create create solutions, specifically for our clients, mm. but ourselves as well, just in general. Like It's all about solutions when it comes to love. Because so many of us out there have problems around it, right? I feel like myself included. It's one yeah. of those things that it's people's <clears throat> biggest life challenges, mm-hmm. right? So tonight, tonight, today, whenever you're listening, we are gonna talk about successful matchmaking for middle-aged women. <laughs> 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 Good it's not a unicorn. It, mm-hmm. it, it can be done, it is possible, mm-hmm. but there's, there's a lot of, of challenges to it. <laughs> there are many <laughs> there are many challenges to it so so jade and i are going to dive into a lot of the challenges not not just from a matchmaker's standpoint but i think a lot of the challenges that our clients go through yeah and as women who are on their level you know also being women of a certain age and understanding what it's like to have love challenges yeah
1: absolutely it's like we
0: we can relate which i feel like this i i would only want to have a matchmaker who could relate I would only mm-hmm. want to have a personal trainer who could relate do you know what yeah, I mean yeah
1: <laughs> you don't you don't want to have somebody that doesn't know what you're going through or what you're experiencing because yeah. then yeah. what's the point exactly they don't they don't know you they can't relate to you so it's like what well why would I pay you to to help me when you haven't been where I'm
0: at right now. Exactly, and help um, me through things that that you can't even mm. fathom what the feeling is like, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, No, it's true, and I think that's part of why. I mean, jade and I always have really rich conversations around it because, first of all, we have to keep our sense of humor, and we do, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Like that is we our do. main thing. Because if if we don't, and I and I, it's not just for us, but you know, for our clients as well. Anytime we can get them to laugh as well like for all of us, like having a sense of humor around yeah. this thing called love. You have to laugh sometimes. <laughs> you have to, you yeah. have to, because people show up in some crazy ways when it comes to this. Yes, they do. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> they really, really do. <laughs> they really do. Mm-hmm. So we want to talk about you know, some of the things that are, are what will have you if you're out there considering, you know, is it time for me to just stop trying to do this for myself? Get a matchmaker if you're out there thinking about it if it's a consideration or if you've already done it specifically if you've already done it because you you might already be in it and have spent money and a lot of times when people have spent money they want to have something happen right away that Mm. instant gratification so today's show is all the things that actually can make it a successful experience yeah right as opposed to like something you walk away from like i really got the short end of the stick
1: yeah you want it to be successful. It's an investment, exactly. You and I both know it's definitely an,
0: an investment. So yeah. yeah. And I feel like too, you know when we, even when we in, invest our, our right we invest our money mm-hmm. and because it is around love, then there's the emotional investment. Mm-hmm. And it's like if we think that there's only one way that this is going to work out, mm-hmm. and it looks like Jason Momoa. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we set ourselves up for defeat, yeah. right? Yeah. So we wanna um Jade and I are gonna go through and talk about some ways to to make it be a good experience, some ways to make it be a a valuable, fruitful, worth your money, worth your emotional investment, which I think is even bigger than the money. That's huge. Kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And you can hear the sir those sirens are, are in the background <laughs> and they're saying, Yeah! <laughs> It's time to talk about it, and this is for all of our ladies out there who, like I said, already have a matchmaker and are feeling away, and those who've had the experience. Because I know I have a couple out there who've had the experience and feel like it was a disappointing experience. So the first, like you know, I wrote down some notes and stuff. Jada, I want to talk about the releasing of expectation because mm. I feel like that's sort of like the 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 first sort of step.
1: Yeah, I think just from professional experience i think people come into hiring a matchmaker with a certain expectation right they go into it like i want this height this (laughs) bank account this car this location this weight like everything short of penis size. everything short of (laughs) penis size that's that's exactly what they want but but clearly all of those expectations that they've
0: set to bring to their matchmaker haven't worked in the past. yeah oh you guys know the German Shepherds here. haven't worked in the past. getting vocal <laughs> um so, so
1: it's it's all about that expectation so I think you have to think about those expectations yeah. really process those expectations and figure out what's really important is yeah. how tall somebody is really important or is it more about how they treat you what they bring to the table do they love you are yes. they charming are they kind are they thoughtful or are they six, one, (laughs) you know what I mean? Some of these things are so minimal, but I think when it comes to hiring a matchmaker, people come into it with, they have a complete picture of what they want. And they're like, okay, here's my person, find it. Yeah. Then you bring them someone that fits all of the other things that you've discussed in the many discussions that we've had with clients, but they're like, nope, he doesn't look like what I want him to look like. Right. So it's just kind of releasing those expectations and not even letting all of them go because you should never settle, Mm. but, Trusting an expert—that's why you come to a matchmaker. So you can trust the expert. Yeah. What do you think?
0: I love what you pointed to when you said, you know, does he love you? Is he kind? Like, like I always feel like when we don't let ourselves actually envision what we want to experience in love. Mm. Like, I think, I think that we often, and especially as powerful women, right? We work with, we're powerful yeah. women, we work with powerful women. It's like we make up our mind about what's going to work. We make the solution, mm-hmm. right? And we decide that this is going to be a good match if he shows up with making, like you said, making this much money, 6-1, da-da-da-da, da da-da-da. Like if mm-hmm. he's got all those things and the right geography and the kind of jobs that I like. You know, he's only he can only be a lawyer or a finance guy or this or yeah. that, yeah. right? So we we've decided that he's got to fit these parameters but we forget to focus on what we wanna experience, which is the basic human need of everyone, which is to be loved and accepted. Yes. Right? Yeah. And so while we're so busy like I won't accept anybody that's not these have
1: things. <laughs> Six hundred thousand in their bank account, yeah. that is a no.
0: Well then yeah. Like we're not you can't be accepted if you're not practicing acceptance, Absolutely. right? Yeah. And not just acceptance, like compassion, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. loving interaction, like feeling safe. Vulnerability. Vulnerability. Like mm-hmm. all that stuff that we wanna feel. And it's funny too, I feel like and you can tell me if you feel the same. A lot of women who come to matchmaking, once they pay their money, it's like all their masculine energy says um, I don't have to think about any of that emotional stuff because he's yes. going to come to me and then I'll figure it out.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's true because they have that expectation. I paid somebody to do this, so he's going to come to me and then I'll, Yeah. whatever it is, will
0: be. But yeah. no. And I'm going to love him, and he's, I'm gonna he love him because he fits my conditions. He fits my <laughs> conditions.
1: But coming to a matchmaker shouldn't be conditional.
0: Exactly. You're, you're
1: coming because you want love. You want partnership. You want companionship. You yeah. want... You know what we all want out of life, but expectations Expectations. kill you. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: and I think that's the, the the key in releasing it. Is like, what is it? I, like, deep down in my core, what do mm. I want to feel? What do you want to feel? Everybody's afraid to feel. Yeah. Right? you ever ask
1: that when you're talking to clients? I do. You do. ask them?
0: Yeah, I like, do. what do you want to feel? I try really hard to make sure that it's, it's a practice because, you know, what I'll do is I'll say, okay, wave a magic wand. I know your requirements. Like, mm-hmm. you told me your requirements. Wave a magic wand and just, like, let yourself, like, sort of, Get ground into your body, get into your body, mm. and what do you want to feel like in this relationship? Mm. You know, if I, if I say, oh, I, I want a guy who has a sense of humor. Well, deep down, the feeling behind that is I want to have joy and laughter. Joy, you want to laugh, right? you want to have fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. but if I know that the feeling is laughter, I don't have to decide that this is how it has to show mm. up. Mm-hmm. Let the universe figure out how that's mm-hmm. going to show up. Right? Yeah, no, I
1: agree, yeah. I agree, I think. You and I have talked about this before. It's that list. Yes.
0: <laughs> it's that list. It's that list. list
1: that people want to check off. And yeah. they say, no, Jada, yes, he's attractive. But yeah. he doesn't have this. He doesn't have that. He doesn't have this. Then it's it can be frustrating as a matchmaker because yeah. you're like, wait a minute. This is your perfect person. Yeah. But because he doesn't live in the Hamptons. Right. And
0: we're feeling, we're talking to them and
1: feeling their energy. Feeling their energy. And
0: knowing, like, like you told me this is what you want. Yeah. And as and experts, we get, <laughs> we get excited. <laughs> right? We get excited
1: and we want to present it like, oh, we got right. your man. Right. And they're like, mm,
0: Not it. Not he him. He doesn't make mm-hmm. seven figures. Yeah. Mm, not it. <laughs> frustrating. It is. It is yeah. frustrating. Especially, too, I think for both of us there is a sense of, like, really wanting to do quality. Like, I know that there's a lot of matchmaking companies, I won't mention them, where it's just, like, people just want to get those matches done. Yeah, match, put, some, match, some, match, put match. a hot, warm body in front of right? somebody. Mm-hmm. And you and I put enough conversation into it that I know that we're, like, we want to put together people who actually have affinity. Like, we yeah. really want that to God happen. distance. We want wedding invitations.
1: Right? And, you know, <laughs> we, we want to hear about their love story. So yeah. for us, I think we take it... Personally, I, I don't know. I can't speak for you, but I know for myself. If I work hard to to get a match that I know is going to be perfect,
0: yeah, You're and like, then she everything. for some reason it's <laughs> like mm, nope. it's not perfect, yeah, yeah. You're like, damn, yeah. I'm well, you know, for it. me, what hurts me is is that it's like, like you're you watching somebody cut themselves off mm-hmm. from possibility. And that's a hard thing to watch. Yep. You're like, watching someone girl, stand in their own way. Right? Mm-hmm. Like this dude, I, I interviewed him for you, and I could tell there's something within him, you know, in our interaction, where there's just an energy about him that yeah. he's going to be chivalrous. He's going to give you that stability. Mm-hmm. He's going to, you're going to have a good time with him. Mm-hmm. You're going to, you know, like all the things that you feel like you want to experience yeah. are going to be there. And then as soon as she says, mm, mm-hmm. Well, he just doesn't have whatever, whatever, whatever. It's like it's frustrating, I <laughs> frustrating. Yeah. Do
1: you find that it's more with women of a certain age? Because we have clients, too, that, that are, are younger, that are younger. Yeah. So do you find that it's kind of similar across the board? Or do you think there's differences between
0: age? Yeah, I think that's a fantastic question, because here's the thing, and it, it's going to sound maybe not nice, but younger women can be worse, but they mm. can mm. because they have I understand that right they're yeah. not at that that level and here's another thing there's that that level of desperation that we're all trying to make sure we don't reach mm-hmm. right we don't want to see you know you know I, I had a conversation with a client where seeming desperate is the last thing any of yeah. us want to want to feel right or seem or come off as right, right. but as we get older it's like, you know, I gotta do whatever. That's why we work so hard to take care of ourselves yes. and you know, be spiritual and all mm-hmm. that stuff, because nobody mm-hmm. wants to be seen as desperate, desperate for love. And so I think when you're younger, you can you can get away with being so stringent and and you are sabotaging yourself just like when you're older, mm-hmm. but you have more time to do the healing that needs to be done in order Absolutely. to get to a point where you can accept somebody else. Yeah. So, and I say that to say, I often let the younger girls get away with it a little bit more than I will let an older woman. Yeah, as far as like when I'm talking to them, coaching them. Yeah, I won't be like, okay, bitch, you old, you can't. (laughs) (laughs) I don't come out and say, say that, but I do say like... You know, you, what you told me you want to experience is this, that, and the other, and you also told me that it is a fear of you, fear of yours that you know they all want younger women mm. or that there's not anything available to you. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that you have to take whatever you get, but yeah. you have to be even—I shouldn't say you—we have to be even more cognizant of what's really important about matching yeah. with someone yeah. because we are at an age where those things really are important. Like right. having that affinity, right? Right. Whereas when you're young, you know, you mess around with a couple of relationships, that don't work out. You, you, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and, and things are still high and tight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Honey. <laughs> right? You move on with your life, you mm-hmm. meet the next one, hopefully you take those lessons with you. Yeah. But, you know, as we're getting older, it's too easy to slide into that. It's like the slippery slope into all of a sudden waking up and being, you know, and I have a, a friend in one of my personal growth groups. Who she is, 84 years old, and mm-hmm. she's been single for 25 years, wow. and still is very, like, he's got to be good looking, he's got to be tall, he's got to make money, he's got It's like you could all of a sudden find yourself still stuck still on stuck. those external requirements. I wonder why <laughs> that
1: is, though. What's Do that? you find for you in your personal life mm-hmm. that you have certain expectations and requirements that are absolute... I mean, we all have non-negotiables, let's, yeah. let's be honest, but... Yeah. Given our age, yeah, do you find now today that you have similar expectations, checklists, etc., that clients have, or are you much more open to?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm. Here's the thing, and I, and it could be something that also you know, prolongs my singlehood. I'm mm. all about feeling a certain energy with a person. You know, you know the right? conversation, I am all about energy. Right? Mm-hmm. Like just feeling like this is someone that I can 100% be myself mm-hmm. and they get it. They don't mm-hmm. have to agree with everything I say. They don't have to think I'm right all the time, but that they, they get me, they get my motivation. Mm-hmm. They get what's important to me if I tell them, you know, when I share yeah. it um so on the one hand yeah I, of course any, anybody's attracted to someone who's tall and good looking and if they have a whole lot of money it's like damn yes <laughs> but i feel like you know i always go back to my 13-year relationship because there was a whole year that when i first knew him where I didn't find him physically attractive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were college age, so money wasn't even, like, a thing. Yeah, it wasn't a, a, thing, it was a thing there, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, after a year of friendship, what I started to feel with him was such a, an affinity and a comfortability and an acceptance of, of mm-hmm. me that, I like, I could not love him. And I couldn't... I don't even remember what it was like to not think that he was good-looking and to wow. not be attracted to him in that way because he treated me as if I was... Um, you know like valuable to him in an emotional way not mm. just oh you're hot and i yeah, want to yeah. have sex with you yeah you know so i think that's what it is like for me the it, it stops at if i feel good around you and i feel like like we're vibing in a way that it's that it's mm-hmm. on that same vibrational level yeah. and i'm feeling that yeah i think it would override like whether you're six feet tall I feel you. Right? Or whether you have a, a really super good-looking face or, yeah.
1: you know what I mean? Yeah, because I think as you get older, certain things, yeah, they matter, but they're not as important.
0: It's just not. It's not I mean, because, you know, we're
1: aging now anyway, right. right? When you're 90 years old, are you really going to care? I mean, we shrink <laughs> anyway as shrinking. we get older. Right. So are you really going to care about his height when you're what 90 the... or are you going to care about the conversations and the...
0: You know the laughs and the energy and the yeah. fun that you guys have. That's and did somebody take enough time to know you that they could make decisions on your behalf? Ooh. Things like that, right? Because you that's never good. know when somebody's gonna have to make decisions on your behalf. Right. And you want that to be somebody who knows, knows you, you at your core. To they can hear you say, "Absolutely not." Right. That's exactly. Not what you're gonna do on my behalf. Exactly. Mm, and it's good. funny because it makes me think of like my parents. Like my parents. You know, my my dad, I think he, I think I told you about this before, he had his first heart attack at like 42. Yeah, yeah. Right? And so I would say 10 years after that he had a stroke, and a few years after that he was in the hospital. I mean, he's still alive, thank God. He was in the hospital for some stroke-related, you know, seizures mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. like that. And he did have a moment where they thought he wasn't going to make it, like in his mid-50s. Oh. And so the onus was on my mom. They they were like, "He has a do not resuscitate. Like, what Mm -hmm. do you what do you want to say about that?" So you don't want to be with somebody that you don't even know how to respond, right? (laughs) Because
1: then the family is looking at you like.
0: Like, what are we gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> exactly. Mm. Or you know, if it's if the onus is on him, like you don't want to be with some guy who's gonna say, "Oh yeah, go on a killer," <laughs> mm. <laughs> or somebody yes. who doesn't really know what your your yeah. you know who you yeah. are at your core, Ooh, right? That's good. Yeah. So that's those good. Are, those are the things that like for me, I would rather stay alone than than um, not have someone where that those kinds of things, the core value mm-hmm. things, can align. That's really good, right?
1: Yeah. 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 Does that answer your original question? It definitely did. Times five. So thank
0: you. (laughs) That was good. (laughs) Right. So what's another one that we said, okay, get ready to transform. Mm. So for middle-aged women who want to do matchmaking or are already in it, get ready to transform. Well, I think, you know, I'm all about personal growth. Yes. That's,
1: every day all the time. That's yeah. one of my things. And I think it's a lot of it is mindset. Yeah. So you can't attract what you want if you're not in the space to be where you should be. Absolutely. So you have to get ready to grow, to read, whether it's meditation, whether it's prayer, whatever it is, you're not going to attract the person that you want, whether it's through a matchmaker or not, if you are still stuck in who you were in 1975. Yes. <laughs> like... <laughs> it's we're we, we're different 95, people 95, yeah 95, <laughs> 2005, 2005. So <laughs> but but you have to be prepared to transform yourself and you have to be prepared for change because yeah. we're, we're always changing and we're always evolving which i think sometimes clients are stuck yeah and i think that's what holds them back because they're not mentally prepared for that transformation which is crucial if you want a relationship a successful one
0: absolutely you can't be
1: the same person today that you were 20 years ago yeah it's
0: constant evolvement yeah i don't know what do you think i agree with you a hundred percent and i think that's what romance is is there for it's mm-hmm. to transform us mm-hmm. right all of our relationships that we go through there to transform us and and you hire a matchmaker like like i was saying to a client the other day i am a representation of your love life right now Ooh, like yeah. your relationship that's our true. partnership that's and true. how you show up in our partnership that's how you're showing up for your love life mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> And if you are not representing me, well,
0: but you know, if you're coming at it thinking that you're just going to stay how you are, it's not going to work. It's not going to work because mm-hmm. you could, you could not hire a matchmaker and stay how you are. That you're going to have way. the same experience. And you know, I think that if you make that investment, it's like, here's a chance for me to allow that transformation without my person watching. Mm. do you know what I mean yeah 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 no <laughs> like it's like go, the difference between you know let's say I go to law school and I do mock court and I come in and I'm um you know representing mm-hmm. someone in a mock yeah. criminal case compared to actually being in, in court, court and mm-hmm. having someone's life on the line so mm-hmm. I get to practice it by showing up in a way you know like how how can I grow how can I be a partner how can I listen and yeah. collaborate with you yeah you know, I think that's like, part two that's a benefit of
1: having a matchmaker because those are things that we can coach them through and help them with. Yes. Because how many times have we done like mock Zoom dates or just different, you know, just (laughs) Like, let's practice. First dates, you know, just different things to prep somebody to to show up as their best self. Yeah. But also, I think, again, it depends on the person. We have some clients that are so 100% in. and some people that are still stuck in their ways. But if you're not prepared to transform, you will forever and always be exactly where you are. Exactly, like getting the same
0: thing no matter how much assistance and help you have. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's such an opportunity, like I've never, Here's the thing. I'm, I'm speaking from a place of having had coaches, mentors, things like that, mm. but not necessarily hiring a matchmaker. I have enough matchmaker friends. You yeah. know, you're always scouting for mm. me. All the time. Uh, right? <laughs> all the time. I'm always like,
1: Candace, <laughs> right? I think I found your man, girl. Right? I think I
0: found him. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I will say, even though I've not made the financial investment to have one just because I have, you know, the, you and the circuitry, <laughs> that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, that idea of, you um, you know, it can like really releasing the control of it and allowing myself to um, see what it's going to teach me. Mm. To have someone else say, "Oh, I'm going to fix you up with this person," mm-hmm. like that, I think is is a big part of. Um, you know, making anything successful, like just being willing to be in that flow. Yeah. And so if I were to invest money in it, it, it the onus would really be on me to say, okay, I'm going to make the most out of this. Right. Not I give you my money, you make the nope. most out of it. It's a team, it's a partnership. <laughs> it's a partnership, mm-hmm. right? It's mm-hmm. such an opportunity if, if we let it be as opposed to like, you know, uh, uh, just we've, it's like you bought a horse. You know what you mean? <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, no, I agree. Would, right? But you have
1: to trust the matchmaker, and you have to trust the process. Yeah, and sometimes I think people struggle. Yeah,
0: I mean, obviously, people struggle with trust, but which I love that you said that because yeah. I think that struggle with trust mm-hmm. is part of what keeps us single too. Thank you. Right, because
1: <laughs> <laughs> many a night you and I have had the, that right? conversation. But I think that I, I would agree. I yeah. think you have to trust the matchmaker, and if you tr- you struggle with trust that within itself is going to cause a problem. Yeah. Because then it's going to be almost like a battle. Like we want you to trust us. Yeah. But you struggle with trust already. So how are we going to find you your person if you don't trust us? Right? <laughs> you or if know? or if you oh.
0: won't give it give it the And it's not easy, right? Cuz a lot mm. of times mistrust comes from some trauma or some yeah. story of uh, you know a, a story of negative uh past or whatever. Yeah. 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 But it's so important. Mm-hmm. I love that you even said that word because now i I get to practice trust with you this Mm -hmm. person who i've hired (laughs) right and it's
1: i mean we don't have to get you out right away we can do coaching we can go through different things to make Mm -hmm. sure that you're ready but you have to trust us because whatever you're doing is not working yeah and if you've come to us this is a partnership we we have to make it work yeah but you have
0: to be open to it
1: too that's another thing right
0: some people are well they come in and what I've been doing is not working, but what I'm, to, I'm going to do is come in and tell this person how it's gonna go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They wanna tell you how, how to matchmake, how to match-make it for them. It. This is what you have to do, this is what I expect, mm-hmm. this is what I paid for, mm-hmm. la 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 la. Mm-hmm. So I'm still in my same headspace as I, I was in before, and that's why I'm, I'm single. But it's right? even, even, even
1: with a matchmaker, it's not gonna work. Right, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's true, yeah. girl.
0: So get ready to transform, honey. Transformation. (laughs) And then the practice of patience is another Mm. thing we made a note about. (laughs) Can you practice patience? (laughs) Patience is a hard thing to practice. Patience is really hard. Right? It's really hard. But it's a huge, huge part of of the matchmaking journey. Mm -hmm. And it's not because... I mean, sometimes it's because there's nobody and we're looking. Yeah, but I think... Go ahead. No,
1: I was just going to say, I think part of it too, as humans, it's all about instant gratification. Yes. So when you give someone, you're, you're paying someone and you're like, okay. Give it to me. Give it to me. You want it right then and there. Yeah. You don't want to practice patience and, and see, Yeah where the path may lead you want it right then and there when you pay for it you're like where is my man or where's my woman or or whatever the case may be um which can be tricky
0: yeah so it can be tricky because patience
1: is is a challenge especially if you're coming into it you already have limited patience yeah
0: which often Often. we alpha women do i know right it's like, it's gotta come now. I told you what I wanted, mm-hmm. where is it? Mm-hmm. I don't understand. And sometimes it does, you know, like we have to be flat with it. There are times where it takes longer than we expect it to take, Yeah. right? Cause it, you know, these, these, Guys, especially you know, when they list all these requirements, they're not a dime a dozen. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes they're even unicorns. Do yeah, they even yeah, exist? Yeah. This perfect guy? I mean, they. I don't believe they exist. I think that they. are. You don't think are... the perfect guy exists? I don't or think the... the perfect guy exists in the sense of you know, like I could do a whole list of externals, right? Mm-hmm. And then expect for him to also fall in love with me. I don't think it exists that he's already ready to go and falls in love with me. Mm-hmm. I think what exists is you know his core value aligns his core values align and there are things about him that that have me then attracted yeah. and then we grow into that like yes. you look at couples like i always say my sister and her husband because they've I been know. married for 35 years yeah they didn't they started out with nothing mm. <laughs> and i'm not and look every, at them right mm-hmm. and i'm not saying that everybody has that same trajectory that it has to take 35 years but you got to be willing to walk that fine line between Starting out from not not where you expect to be, but also not not matching with someone's uh, potential. Ooh, I like that. It's a very fine line to walk, Mm -hmm. right?
1: (laughs) It's a very fine line to walk because you can't love somebody for their potential. No, but sometimes people want to because in their mind they're like, "This person has the potential to be my husband or my wife." Or you know X, Y, Z, but you can't fall in love with potential. Yeah, because that's, that's still attachment. Yes, that's what I was just gonna say. Right. <laughs>
0: Sorry. No, 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 that's good. We're, like, we, we're sharing a room when in it comes seat. to talking about. Yeah. yeah, but that's what right? I was gonna say. Yeah. yeah. I love that you said that. Yeah. Cool. It's a hard thing though. I mean, you know, we talk about this stuff as if it's like it's a snap. But yeah, it's you know, walking that fine line between right, <laughs> yeah. letting some letting a relationship evolve, but then not not falling for potential. It goes back to what we were talking about in the beginning, that release of expectation and attachment. Yeah. Like that it's gotta be this, that or the other. It's like, no. Do your core values align? Yep. Do you feel a sense of like vibrational energy that is similar? Is your lifestyle already somewhat similar? Yeah. You know? That, do you guys have fun? Do you laugh? Do you, Exactly. Uh,
1: I don't, uh, do you feel comfortable being you feel yourself? Co- can you be yourself? Right. Because we've talked about this before. Sometimes people, and I know clients that have gone and done the same thing, they go into these situations not necessarily being 100% who they are. Yes. And then the date three, date four, date five people are like,
0: "Mm, (laughs) what happened? What happened? I'm confused. But
1: it's like, you have to be 100% confident going into as who you are and being your true self. And that way, it can evolve into a beautiful thing, but you have to be 100% authentic to who you are. And if you're not, Right? What are you doing? Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're setting yourself
0: up for bullshit. You're setting yourself <laughs> up for failure. Right? Setting
1: yourself up to come back to us 6 more
0: months right? later because it it didn't work. For more matches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. I think the scary thing about that 100% authenticity is that there'll be people that don't like you. And that's another thing I think that we deal with a lot is that fear of rejection, yeah. that fear of not being liked. And I always encourage clients to let that that not being liked do you a favor. Ooh. Because anybody who, you know, they always say rejection is always a favor. Yeah. Like anybody who sees who you really are and can't be with it, you don't want to be with That's them. That's not your person. That's <laughs> not your that person. That is not your person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Because yeah. then you're always going to have mm-hmm. to be pretending for them. And I've done that. Mm. Where it's like, you know, like my, my abusive relationship, like... I think I'm a pretty funny person, and comedy is a big thing. That's a core you are value. A really funny person. For those of you that don't know, she is literally
1: comedy hour all the time. I will, I will share that little
0: gem. We're trying to keep it light, right? So I'm in a relationship, and I always say, you know, I, I, excuse my friends. I always call him the most morose motherfucker on the planet. Like he, I would crack a joke, and he just like just dead it, like nothing. Wouldn't even laugh. Not nothing. Or he would make fun of me in a way that wasn't like laughing with me, which, mm, you know, if you've ever had somebody do that, then you're like, yeah, then you feel like I
1: don't want to be myself. I don't want to laugh. I don't want to make jokes. I can't
0: be who I am. Exactly. Like, I don't want to play with you because you're not fun to play with.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Who wants (laughs) to to live however many years you live not being your authentic self? Yeah. Listen, I love to laugh. I am... Funny, yes. I yes, believe. you are as well. <laughs> but but I, I want
0: yes, somebody ma'am. to yes. a I always say <laughs> yes, yes ma'am. <laughs> ma'am. Um, but
1: I want someone to love all of those parts of me. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. If you don't, then then you're not the person for me. So yeah. I think that's sometimes what I struggle with with um clients because I want them to see you can't Yes, everybody that goes on a first date, you want to look good. You want like nails, hair, whatever. You want to smell good. You want to be your cutest (laughs) self. But you also, personality-wise, and what you bring to the table, if you're not who you are every day, all the time, yeah, it is absolutely not going to work.
0: And you can't be that when you're looking for what's wrong with the other person, Mm, right? That's good. (laughs) That is a gem, right? That's good. Yeah, that's good, right? You Mm -hmm. can't be yourself while you're judging and looking for what's wrong with that other person. You can't, right? Mm. yeah girl mm. <laughs> <laughs> here's one that you put when we were texting practice of vulnerability yeah i love that you said that because it's, it's so hard but it's so, so hard yeah you talk
1: to me about vulnerability all the time because that is a struggle right it's hard. it's hard but i think it's just not for me yeah. I, I can speak for myself but i yeah. think in general it's the fear of opening up to somebody and yes. being vulnerable and then they don't either receive it or appreciate it or it Turns out to where you get your feelings hurt. Who wants that at the yeah. end of the day? Yeah, you know. So it, it's tough. It's something I'm more comfortable with now than I was years ago. Yeah. But it's still it's a, a thing. challenge. Yeah. For me, and I think I see that too daily as I deal with men and women.
0: Um, clients vulnerability is really uh, hard it's hard how do you feel well I find myself actually having to consciously practice it still Mm. and I've been in the personal you know both of us I've been in the personal growth conversation for a long time and known it's a thing you know we listen to Brene Brown like we know Mm -hmm. what's up but I do find myself having to consciously say, especially when I'm feeling conflict yeah. or triggered by something. You know, whether it's in a romantic situation, if something like a date has said, or even in work. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like with the clients, I want to always be an example of vulnerability because I'm trying to lead them, right? Yeah. Right. And even with our coworkers, like I feel like the vulnerability piece, I have to say to myself, this anger that you're feeling, or this this frustration, frustration. Mm-hmm. Are you able to come from a vulnerable place about it? And where that's what's hard. That's what's hard, right? Where you're not like, you were wrong and right. you fucked it up, and now I'm pissed and this and that. Yep. That's the. I think that's the the constant. And I don't always do it right. Like I might no. even say to myself, "You could be more vulnerable about this." But then there's the devil on my shoulder that's like, go on, yeah. say what you want to say. <laughs> but
1: that, that ties into you, the work that you've done on yourself because you can acknowledge it. Yeah. How many people go self-aware. into situations and do things and they are not self aware? Yeah. I, I even, I'm like, oh, okay, Jada, maybe you shouldn't have said that. Or maybe you should have said X, Y, Z. But it's that fear of vulnerability that yeah. I think we all work on every single day. And it's huge for clients.
0: Like someone's going to kick you in the teeth. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I know for sure, like I have a client who, you know, she says that she's very vulnerable and this is the thing too, I find that a lot of times, um, you know, clients will talk about, they are aware that it's a thing, that being in your feminine energy, being vulnerable, Mm -hmm. being kind, compassion, Mm -hmm. that those are all a thing. Yeah. But they, you know, get in our relationship and if they haven't had a match, all that goes out the window. Yeah. And I was talking to a client the other day, and I'm like, you know, the way you present yourself to me, is the that's the energy I'm getting when I'm interviewing people for you. Right. Right? And it's not that I don't care. Like, it's not, oh, my feelings are hurt. It's if I, if I know you to be someone who's, who you say you are, yeah. Yeah. then when I'm interviewing for you, that's going to give me a powerful insight as to whether someone's really right for you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I wouldn't say this to a client, but if you're on one side and you're being super bitch, because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're mad, because you didn't like your last date, and right. you've been waiting too long, and you, you know, all of that, mm-hmm. and that's the energy that I'm regularly getting from you, I'm interviewing you from that space of, this that's is that who I'm working for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, so I think that vulnerability piece, you know, that's another thing that, that having a matchmaker provides is a place to practice that. Yes. Because we're we're on your team. We're on your team. (laughs) And and that's what it's
1: for. You you hire a matchmaker so that, first of all, so that you don't have to go through doing all of that work and swiping and I don't even know what all the stuff is, but doing all of that stuff in the dating world. But you have somebody that's a teammate that you can trust, that you can talk to, that you can role-play scenarios with that you can show outfits to that you can like you know say <laughs> right? here's some date topics or questions that you can say i'm scared I i'm scared nervous. that you can say i'm anxious i'm nervous i you know help me walk through this that's yeah. the point but if you're not vulnerable enough to do so
0: yeah or if you're letting you know your impatience mm. and you're i paid my money right and you yeah. the, the need for instant gratification yeah. take over instant gratification right mm-hmm and treating it like, okay, I'm calling Macy's customer service and mm. I didn't get what I wanted. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like that, none of that is vulnerability. We don't get Mm-mm. to see who you are. No, because you're not
1: showing up as your best self. You're showing up as irritated,
0: aggravated. Right. <laughs> in- impatient,
1: desperate. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And not that we, here's the thing, like, you know, going back to what we were talking about earlier, you know, being women of a certain age, we know where those feelings come from. Yeah. And we're not judging, but you know, even, when you're not judging someone, if that's what you're experiencing from them all the mm-hmm. time, you can't help but see them as that person, right?
1: Because that's what you experience on a daily basis. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, I get it. And you can tell me you're a sweetheart all you want, but if but every time I talk to you, you got an attitude, not, then <laughs> you are not a sweetheart. to be false, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> And that's so perfect because that's exactly I think what happens in our romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. We have this expectation that the person we're with see our kindness, but then we're never kind. It's like, well, why didn't you pick me up on time? Why didn't you do the, you know, why didn't you call me when you were supposed to or catching an attitude? And it's like, how are they supposed to know that you are this kind person Mm. that you think they should know you are? Hmm. You that's know, good. yeah. It's a nice little gem. You are full of them today. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I do. I know, Ooh. but that's that's why you know matchmaking is such a good practice. For it is that. a good, yeah, yeah. I would agree. Yeah, I would definitely agree. Because that's yeah. what it's about. We we get into these love situations to be nice to each other, and both men and women, I think, forget that. Mm. It,
1: love is about being good to someone. It is about <laughs> being good to someone. It, it's it's. I mean, it's about so many things, but being good to someone is. Probably the number one, right?
0: Because why else do it?
1: Why why do it? I, I can be mean to myself, exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. so
0: yeah. I can, you know, I can bitch at my dog. Where is <laughs> Bentley? Where is right. Bentley? Yeah, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, there's this one I wrote down: letting go of blame and shame. Because mm. I think we enter our our love lives with a lot of shame, even those of us who are powerful mm. and you know invest a lot of money. You know we're ashamed of how we chose before yeah. we have a story around doing it I, I had a client um she signed up she registered we were about to you know rare up I was about to match her with somebody and she's like I changed my mind about matchmaking I don't want to do it anymore because I, I feel like I'm a desperate woman who had to pay for that's it that's what I was just gonna say I think a lot of that shame
1: especially for men I don't, or, or women I'm sorry um I don't know that men have that s-
0: Ain't ashamed of nothing. No, 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 yeah, that's, a whole, they, that's a whole other conversation. Right? But that's what I
1: was gonna say. I think dealing with a lot of the women that we deal with, it's almost like embarrassing to them, and yeah. it's really not. It's like you are taking an advantage in your love life. You're, yes taking a step forward you're not just on eHarmony or match.com paying your 30 40 50 dollars or whatever it is yeah you are investing in your love life yeah. and it's nothing to be ashamed of it's nothing to be, be ashamed ashamed of. whatever you've done in the past isn't working you just need you just need a backup you need a coach you need a partner you need somebody to help you get to the end goal
0: right. but I, I do see what you're saying a lot of people feel embarrassed or shameful of that and they yeah. shouldn't It's almost like the whole uh, therapy thing. It's like Mm. there's some sort of stigma around needing help with Mm -hmm. your love life. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's such a big uh, training ground, like transformational training ground to have someone help you with something like that, right? Yeah. So there's no shame in saying, you know, if I had someone help me and I allow them to help Mm. me. (laughs) Yeah. Because as long as I'm shaming it, I'm not gonna allow any of the transformation. I'm not gonna allow you to help me because I, in deep down, if I give into it, that I'm actually giving into how I'm judging it. So it means right. that I'm pathetic. Right. And that's, I think, right? sometimes what
1: people think. But also, that can tie into too past traumas or past things yeah. that we know nothing about, which yeah. causes that shame and causes them to feel a certain type of way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Right. I didn't know that I saw that in the notes, but that's a good one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, don't be ashamed of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's like, you know, um, uh, mental health in the black community. Yeah. <laughs> we got to stop. Yeah, because, because
1: some, some, it was, I think now it's a little more open yeah. than what it used to be, but it was, so stigma. It was such a stigma, especially yeah. with black men in, in mental health. Nobody wanted to talk about it. Yeah. Um, but I, I see with matchmaking, it's very similar. Right? I have clients that say, you know, I'll, I'll talk to them and we'll talk about, you know, dates and different things. And their friends, their family, nobody knows that they have a matchmaker. Because it's, yeah, it's the dirty secret. And secrets. it's like, it's why would you not secrets. want to share your experiences or the person you met or the date that you had? But it's, it is. It's It's like that secret that they're like, I can't say anything because yeah. they're going to think they're going to think, well, you're desperate or you're this or you're that, or you can't find somebody on your own. Yeah. And that's not really what it is. It's you're taking an, an advantage. You're taking another step to do something to invest in your love life. So it's not a bad thing.
0: Yeah. I think those same people you're talking about are the ones that are from families where they feel like single is a pejorative, like if, mm. like there's something wrong with being mm-hmm. single. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's so hard not to, to approach things with shame when you're making singlehood wrong. Singlehood yeah. is a beautiful thing. Yeah. But when we make it wrong, right, and that and and it's almost like if you if you want a new job, it's like you have to make the job you're at bad, right? Because then you justify why you'd want the new new. job. Mm -hmm. But it's like no, I can be a single person who's not wrong for being single, and also want to relate. Like those two things can exist Mm. in the same space without it being that I want a relationship because something's wrong with being single. But sometimes families make you feel yes. something is wrong because exactly. I think we talked
1: about this a while back when it's like coming to family dinners or holidays yes. how many people and I have clients 80 that are by like well, have, again. right <laughs> your, how, how long before you, you know you're yes. married but yeah. I have clients that are especially right now because it's end of October yeah. that are like okay the holidays are coming holidays are coming because they're trying to prep for these family events yeah because it's almost like they feel they can't show up without no one someone yeah mm-hmm. because their family makes them feel like
0: oh here's the loner something's wrong with single here she is again yeah mm-hmm. i don't know what i'm gonna do with my one i have one poor client who you know obviously then i when i say poor i just mean like my feeling empathy for the fact that at her age she's in her 30s she's oh, she gets the pressure year round mm. <laughs> and so now the holidays are coming so it's like yeah oh. and it's like oh
1: But then then it becomes a little bit more pressure on us as matchmakers. Yeah. Which is then when we have to have those tough conversations because I'm not going to rush my process or speed up. Like trying to force somebody. Trying to force somebody on you that makes absolutely no sense just because you have a a family holiday coming up. So then when we have to have those conversations with them, like... Yeah.
0: No, ma'am. I mean, I feel like I would much rather be sitting at the table. And I have... Well, when I was younger, I got more pressure from my family than I do now. I don't get a whole lot. Not even from my siblings. More so from, like, my dad. Mm. He used to kind of pressure me. Because, you know, dads have that thing where they want their little girls to be taken care of. So, yeah. you know, make sure you have somebody. Yeah. You know, and he... he that, he's going to take care of you. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was more when I was younger. Now that I'm older, I feel like I would much rather be sitting at the table by myself than sitting at the mm. table with some fool who's going to embarrass me. <laughs> right.
1: Right? Like that you have to say, oh my God.
0: <laughs> right? Like, That's, okay. It's happening. This is, mm-hmm. Yeah, mom, dad, everybody, this is not... That's not my person. <laughs> but I think
1: that too ties in the difference is the work that you've done in yourself because a lot of people are not that confident yet or in yeah. that space yet to be able to show up alone. Yeah, that's true. Because it's that fear. Yeah. You know?
0: Because then you get a lot. It's mm-hmm. a lot. It's it a lot. It can be a burden it's because a it also speaks to our enoughness, right? If you're already, mm. and a lot of us powerful women, we're, we are who we are because we're trying to prove something to somebody. right like I made all this money I achieved all this in my career I got all these awards I did it and that was me especially when I worked in television it was like look at what I'm doing I finally made it to this famous thing that people can recognize and then I get to the dinner table and you're like where's your man so it's like it speaks right to that like you have all these accolades and (laughs) recognitions for all these other things you've done professionally yeah but then in your personal life it's like where's your man at (laughs) 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 <laughs> right? Yeah. So that's another thing. That's another opportunity in matchmaking, like mm. like being willing to let go of the idea that single is wrong. Single is a beautiful place to be. Single is a beautiful place to be. It's not
1: right?
0: wrong. Yeah. And it's a, it's a joy and a blessing, should you choose to frame it as so, to have the financial means and the emotional means to make that kind of investment in your life mm. because it's, you know, I mean, I don't think we ever go wrong when we allow ourselves to be uh, in partnership with people, or I in agree. community with people, yeah. yeah. right? I think ancient tribes—it's like all the women would support each other in mm-hmm. having the families that they wanted, mm-hmm. you know. And everybody was supportive and communal, so it's—it's it's yeah. natural.
1: I think there's something to be said too when it comes to being single, of being single for a minute, like date yourself for a little bit, yes. get to know yourself a little value bit, value it. Value it. The more you <laughs> love yourself, the more somebody else can. Can step in and love you so I think
0: yeah.
1: relationship hopping which I think we see a lot relationship 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 and people haven't really taken the time to invest in themselves yeah. and enjoy being single that puts us back to where we're dealing with these clients that are instant gratification because right? that's what, what they want so I think there's something to be said for just enjoying being single for a minute yeah then invest in Whatever you need to invest in to find your person. But if you're not where you're supposed to be, as far as from a mental state, you're not even going to have a healthy relationship. It's just not
0: going to work. You're going to be having a warm time, as we like to say. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So, another one of the notes that we had was um, that bad dates aren't wrong. Okay. <laughs> I have a theory on that. I have want to hear that. your theory, right? Yeah. So I think that we do this thing where it's like, like, and I and it's hard not to have a level of frustration when you are dating and when you're a woman of a certain age dating. Yeah. When you meet someone and then you're, you know, out with them and you realize Ugh, this is not it. Mm-hmm. It's hard not to go to that like frustrated place. Of yeah. Like, but there's value in every single date, and whether. Um, It's meant to grow you a little bit Mm. or alert you to something Mm. or give you a better sense of yourself or see what you're attracting. Like Whatever it might be, it's just our own willingness to say, what can I gain from this as opposed Mm. to why was this so bad? I like that. You know what I mean? And it's just a, a shift of questions. Yeah. What we normally do is like I had a shitty date. Why was it bad? Well, because my matchmaker sucks because mm-hmm. he was too short, because he did this, he did that, and, you know, this is what I'm attracting now. I have bad luck. Yeah. I have a client who's like, "Why is my luck like this?" Like, "Why are you making it a story about your luck?" Yeah. It's not about your luck. Mm-hmm. But if you if that's what you go in with, you're going to keep perpetuating that bad luck. Yeah. So, you know, my my whole thing is how can I I phrase it or shift it in a way where it's like well what was right about this and what can mm. I do with it doesn't mean I have to marry this person right you know you what know can I was I learn recently going that. out with someone yes and I was like well what was right about it? yeah and what yeah. felt great about it is that you know his his efforts to be chivalrous mm. and giving and open to um ideas like his efforts to do that felt very good like yeah. it, it solidified how important that sort of thing is it's to, to me. you yeah right mm-hmm. now unfortunately we weren't on the same like mental energy yeah <clears throat> and i didn't see him as a long-term option but you know he provided something in my life for that moment that said okay i'm on the right track at least mm. now right, right <laughs> but it's
1: getting clients and people to have that same mindset yes that's where it be- can, can become a challenge. Yeah, that's where it gets Because every date is a learning experience. It may yeah. not be the best date, but you, you learn something from it. You Absolutely. learn what you like, what you don't like. It, it makes you add more to, okay, well, this is what I'm going to be accepting of, or this is what, I, what I'm not. Or, you know what, I didn't think I liked XYZ before, but this date taught, taught me, me I really do like what I didn't think I liked before. So yeah. I think everything you can learn from. So I, I do agree. I don't think any date is a bad date. Right. Um, even that painting, I told you, that I got yeah. that painting when
0: I was out with him. Yeah. I wouldn't have found that painting if, if you I wasn't weren't out with, with him. <laughs> I know. I know. And that's you know? a great painting. <laughs> yeah. I love that yeah. painting. Yeah, yeah no, But that's I the agree. thing, like, like when we're willing to say, how did this work? We get value. Mm. So if I'm in a matchmaking process, if I look at each date, even mm. the ones that didn't, because I have a, a client that she recently had a date that didn't work out so well couldn't see any value in it whatsoever. And it's like, mm-hmm. if I if I allow myself to see value in it, then it's part of my journey and it makes what I've invested worth it. Mm-hmm. If I don't allow myself to see any value in it, if I make it wrong, if right. I you know make it mean something negative, right. then I'm the one who's stealing from myself. Cause now mm-hmm. I've invested money and time and I all I can see is what didn't work. So I'm not even I'm cutting myself off if it's yeah. possible.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do you have those same conversations? I, I mean, I know the conversations I have with clients, but do you have those same conversations with men? Do you have men clients that, yeah. <laughs> when it comes to their dates? Yeah. I feel like my female clients are
0: a little bit more apt to. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I agree. Like, not only are female clients more apt to even be open to the conversation mm. around mm-hmm. coaching. But also, um, I think there is, and here's the thing, I love that you asked that question, because it's something I want to figure out just as a coach when it comes to men. Mm -hmm. Like, how to sort of get into that space where they actually feel like it's something they've done. Exactly.
1: <laughs> you know what? When you find out, let me know.
0: Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen, like, you know, you watch people on social media and stuff, and there are men out there who who take responsibility yeah. for, for things. Yeah, there are. But for the most part, when it comes to the dating thing, mm-hmm. there's, like, a, a, a disconnect between... A huge ...who I'm being and what right. I'm experiencing. <laughs> exactly.
1: So it's, like, getting into that little... I don't know. That wedge. That wedge. Yeah. I have
0: a client in particular. We talk about them all the time where it's like there's no connection between how I am, who I am, how I show up, what I wear, like how I present myself and the fact that I am not getting what I want at all. Yeah. There's no connection. No connection. So that's what I'm saying. Uh,
1: men is it's a completely different. It's a
0: completely different uh, avenue. I want to study that a little right? bit more. We need to do some yeah, research. Yeah, we need to do some
1: research. We definitely need to do some research. We should maybe
0: do a survey. Ooh. Right? Like mm-hmm. what would, what would, I don't know where we'd even begin, but we, we, need, to we need to do a survey. We need to do a survey. <laughs> yeah. Talk to some men. The mindset of a man. The mindset of a man. Would we ever really know? Right? <laughs> Like, I think about things like, you know, um, you know, with like TikTok, you can get an algorithm that you'll mostly yes. get people who kind of yep. like, yeah, you yeah. Know, match the things you love. Mm-hmm. So I often get a lot of men who talk about personal growth, which is interesting. Like men who oh, talk about... Oh, that's interesting because yeah, it's rare. It is. That
1: they talk about it.
0: But men who like to give advice, I have a lot of those on my, t- like on my huh. For You page. Yeah, yeah. And even, um, you know, subscribe to because I like mm-hmm. to hear what they're saying mm-hmm. about it. And it's just very interesting how it is such second nature to them to, um, you know, they, it's not that they're not, and them generalizing, it's not that they're not uh, understanding their their need for growth. Like their need for growth is very important. They love to talk about it, mm. but. Um, there's just not that kind of like, you know, women, we have this, like, the world, the weight of the world is on our shoulders. The burden, yes. it, it, it's, it's on us. It's like we're, it's, it's, <laughs> it's weight, it's heavy. Right? Like, yeah, it's, yeah. like, you know, if we don't show up the right way, then we can't have, or we're not good mm-hmm. enough. Whereas with them, it's kind of like, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't it know. is, I think, be because with it.
1: women, we are so... I don't know what the word is that I want to use. We're very much perfectionists, I think, in a, in, in a, in a certain way. Yeah. Not to say that men don't, because we know men have said, listen, this is physically what I want. <laughs> this is you know, what I'm looking for. But I think, just to speak to what you're saying, it's very different. It's very different. Because women, the expectation and the, the weight that we put on ourselves, I think, is so much heavier. heavier. When I have a coaching um, with a guy, is about to go on a date or whatever the case may, may be versus a woman it is so different yeah my coaching call with a man can be 15 minutes they're like i got this oh yeah i, I got, got it. it yeah i, I it. already know jada i got, jada, I got yeah, it yeah, oh know you know you me do. i know what to do yeah but thank you <laughs> right. but a woman it could be like, <laughs> like an hour and cool 30 minutes mean? Like, mm-hmm.
0: do you think that I should smile when we first get there? I think if I, if I ask him a question, that's gonna be wrong. Yeah, should right. I not talk should about I not? that? I have a matchmaker. Right. Should I like right. yeah, <laughs> what yeah. should I wear? Is a man me? is like, listen,
1: Jada, I got ten minutes. What do you got? <laughs> okay, nope, I know. Right. I got this. Yep, I'm gonna show up with this. I already know how to do it. I've been doing it a right? long time. Okay, have a good weekend. Tell the kids I said hello,
0: but a woman yeah. is Yeah. But that could so also different. be the same guy who's who has stayed single. True. Right? Because there's no opening there's for There's no anything. opening.
1: But are there really openings for men, do you think?
0: I as think there's a very closed off. Yeah, I did. It's funny, I interviewed a guy yesterday, s- sweet guy, good-looking guy, very adamant about he only wants to date a good-looking woman. You know him, too. You've interviewed him, too. That he only wants to date a good-looking woman. <laughs> I just thought of him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And didn't let me finish a single sentence. And not mm. in a rude way. Like it wasn't rude. No, it's I just, who just who he tell, is. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. Like okay, I've gotten the the woman opinion enough. Mm-hmm. So now it's time for me to talk, mm-hmm. kind of thing. <laughs> Where yeah. it's like not even conscious, it's not, right? Because <laughs> it's who he is, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. I got it. Okay, you're okay. You're speaking. Okay, but I have this. Mm-hmm. Or I've got it figured. Yeah. No, it's different. Mm. But they need it just as much as we do. Like They need to be able to, to recognize responsibility in a healthy way just like we do. I just think we're on one end of the spectrum and they're, and they're on, they're the on another end. And it's like yeah. we need to meet somewhere in, in the, the middle. middle. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah,
1: because a lot of the topics that we're talking about, personal growth, vulnerability, all of these things... Men need to, (laughs) I mean, it requires both parties to be actively engaged in all of those things in order for it to work. Yeah,
0: definitely, and be sustainable. Mm, mm -hmm. Girl, I think, I'm looking at these notes, this hour goes by so fast. I know. Oh, this one I definitely wanted us to get to, Hmm. because we kind of touched on compassion, communication, collaboration skills, matchmaking is a good practice ground for that, right? Yeah. But our tendency to assume the worst, that's oh, one yeah. thing i think if you're a matchmaking client yeah like that our tend our natural tendency is women that's how we're built biologically because in ancient tribes we were like the ones who were like something's wrong here we mm-hmm. need to, get to gather everybody together yeah and you know a, a lot of times we were the um what's the word i'm looking for the the clerics and the mystics and the ones that had to let the tribe know mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. there's a war come there's a problem yeah. Yeah, yeah. gather the men you yeah. know so it's natural, it's biological, it's within us, but our tendency to assume the worst in the dating process, mm-hmm. especially the matchmaking process. Mm-hmm can be very self-sabotaging. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like if someone rejects or if someone, you know, like uh, drops out, like you have a date plan and all of a sudden they back out. They at the back last out. Minute. That's the worst. Yeah. But if I say, well, it means something about me mm-hmm. or it means something about this experience, this process, yeah. it means that this is bad or he's bad, he's bad. or I'm yeah. bad, yeah. then it's like, yeah, I was talking to a client the other day and she
1: I matched her with an incredible guy and he's I don't know, maybe like four years younger than she is, mm-hmm. which typically most women the age that she is would be like, Yes Yeah. And she was so excited. But then they're supposed to have their their virtual date and you know, she calls me and she's like, I don't know. Mm. he's probably got so many people that are his age Looking for the is worst. he really <laughs> like should we go through with this is he really going to be into me so then it's like talking them through that mm. but i i see what you're saying it's it, it, i don't know why that is that yeah. people assume the worst is going to happen versus going into it with that positive mindset and positive mentality affirming this is going to be the best date, even if we don't connect, yeah. even if he is not my person, I am going to have so much I'm fun. Gonna have a I'm good going to time show to up. up. I'm going to show out. I'm <laughs> right? going to laugh. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to be cute. Yes. It's going to be a good time. But I think what we see so many times is people go into it with just such a bad energy before the date even yeah. happens yeah. because they're expecting the wor- he's never gonna call to go me. Wrong, right? It's not gonna we're gonna go to dinner. Oh, I don't even know that the dinner's gonna be good. Oh, right. I don't even know that I'm gonna like the restaurant. Well, come on now. Yeah.
0: If you yeah. look for it, you find it. You better come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. If you look for it, you you'll find, find it. You find yeah. It. Girl, this was good. It was good. It was good. Yeah, Thank was you nice for so
1: having me. I love, love, love coming. To Thank your you podcast.
0: for coming. Of course. You know that the the once a month is like the minimum, like you can come as many times as you want. Any Saturday that you wake up and you're like, "Can't, hey, girl, honey, this is we the got topic something to I talk about." Right? Oh, <laughs> I
1: love it. You're so welcoming. Yes. It's so good. Great
0: topics.
1: Oh, honey, Thank Thank
0: we had egg salad. For- you brought the crackers. I know it was lovely. Lovely, right? lovely afternoon. Dig into that a little bit more before you go. <laughs> all right my love so um i mentioned earlier that you know matchmaking is available jade and i work at select date society for anybody who's interested in matchmaking come to us we actually care we actually want you to have love um also jade is an amazing coach You can get in touch with her about that i'm a coach and a hypnotherapist you can get in touch with me around that and my book is coming. I promise. Yes. I'm not mad, but she's still crazy. It's coming. I ask. I just need you guys to know.
1: I ask her all the time. How's the book? How's, How's the, the book? book? How's the book? <laughs> <laughs> to keep her
0: yeah. on task. It? <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. I keep learning new things that make me want to build on. Yeah. But I just need to like stop being a perfectionist and. Yep. And you know, get do it like, done. Do the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, my loves. I don't know. What else can we say? Email me, ask for candy podcast at gmail.com, Instagram at ask for candy podcast at candy love coach. Until next time, thank you so much, Miss Jada Purvis. You are
1: very welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah.
0: I love you so much. And I thank love your you. beautiful lashes. Everybody's Ooh, got beautiful Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and ne- until next time, never forget that you are a love machine. If you ever start to be like, you aren't getting the love you need, Just make more and ask for candy, my love. Bye now. Bye. I call my
1: sugar candy because I.